All right, football-loving maniacs, Three Honest Lads is back. How the West was won, 62 wins, 116 total games, 214 points. That's 10,440 minutes to you minions. Now follow me on this one. Third in the West, fifth in the West, second in the West, now the first overall seed in the USL Championship. I'm talking about Reno, a.k.a. Greater Nevada Field, a.k.a. the biggest little city in the world, a.k.a. the house that Ian Russell built, and we have that architect with us. How'd I do, Ian? How's that intro for you? Man, that was, that was pretty impressive. <laughs> I, I mean, that was good. How, how are you, brother? Uh, first first overall well. seed in the, yeah, in the entire USL Championship. The boys look good. Tell me just kind of what the journey's been so far and how you and the guys feel. Yeah, it's been um, obviously a, a different year uh, in terms of, you know, COVID and everything. But, uh, you know, I thought we got pretty much back on track aside from the first game, the, the return against Sacramento Republic. We played pretty poorly in that game. But um, other than that, uh, the team's gelled really well. Um, completely different system we played all year, uh, man marking, which has been different. Um, learning, good learning experience. It's been fun to coach. I like it. Um, you know, but it's a lot different than the last three years where we were mainly in, you know, a four, four, two diamond or, you know, four, three, three of that nature. Ian, when you take a look at the two teams that have been successful, and I'm saying two out of respect for Los Angeles Galaxy two, obviously you guys function as a two as your affiliation with San Jose. When you take a look at the results this season, you are the only two pun intended that have been able to get into the playoffs. And navigating those waters, you and I have spoken about it at length. The people that you thought may or may not be there, you know, you talk about the system change. What is your mind now compared to where it was in March and even at the resumption of play on where you thought the squad would be and where it actually is? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we got a lot done during during quarantine, actually. Those three or four months, we were having two or three times a week Zoom meetings on on this defensive system, and I think that really helped us. Um, obviously coming back, you play a game. There's no, there's no preseason. So you're going to be a little bit rusty, but other, other than that first game, I think we've been solid. And, um, you know, I think I've told you before with, with our affiliation with San Jose, um, they give me a lot of liberty to, to pick players that, that I think can fit in, in their style of play. And the one thing that I always do is I always assume that I'm not going to get any help from San Jose. Um, and when I, what, what I mean by that is, if they have a rash of injuries, um, can I make a team that's going to be competitive here without any help? And this is the year that it never happened. We didn't get any help. Um, luckily, when I sign players, I, I make sure that they're, first of all, able to compete in this league because it's a tough league. And um, I think the guys have really stepped up. They've gelled. Um, it's been a good year for us. Let's talk about some of the boys up top. Um, talking, you, you alluded to how we chat and, and we've discussed the system and the players and this, that, and the other. One thing that you and I had always talked about was your breakout striker and, and who that would be, or even if you could get two or three guys going. You know, last year, obviously, Corey Herzog had a fantastic year. Danny Mazowski dealing with his injury. Once he started to get going, then he gets his opportunity with LAFC. You bring in Cristiano Francois. You get Tucker Bone in the midfield. You get Foster Langsdorf. Supplementation from Aiden Apodaca. Um, Kakanovic. I mean, there's a lot of guys now that in previous years, maybe it was one or two, not even a third, where now it just seems like you have pretty much every resource at the tip of your fingers. Yeah, I think with our, our strike force, especially with our, our forwards, um, you know, Foster's been on fire ever since Benji um, got injured. Um, prior to that, you know, Benji was really playing well. He's Every player, every forward on our team has a different quality. Aiden Apodaca has scored some massive goals already 
this season. I think he'll score a couple in the playoffs that are going to be really big for us. And Corey Herzog, I've asked him to do a little bit different role this year. Um, and I told him yesterday, you know, a couple of days ago, I said, you know, I know you're not playing in your traditional spot, but, you know, your work rate and your, you know, the way you initiate our press has really helped us a lot. And Corey's a guy that just, he's, he's all about the team. He's like, hey, you know, whatever I can do to help us win. Um, so that's been really good. Again, every, every striker has different qualities. You know, Foster is just a pure goal scorer. Uh, his hold-up play is very good. His work rate's exceptional. Um, Benji brings us just tremendous pace, as does Aiden, um, electric pace. And then Corey, again, a finisher. He can drop a little bit lower and, and play make a little bit. So all four of those guys can bring something different to the table. And, you know, I think you've seen Foster really flourish, you know, these last, you know, 12 games or something. He scored 10 goals or 11 goals in, in that period of time. And um, he's been excellent. It's just, you know, the last four years we've had, you know, Dane Kelly, um, Brian Brown, Danny Masofsky, Corey Herzog, all just put up huge numbers here. And now it's Foster. So um, really happy about the, the strikers that have come through here. And just jumping through some stats, um, when you take a look at the body of work for the squad in general, 43 goals that's tied with Phoenix Rising for first in the entire league. You guys are second in shots. Conversion rates top five. Goals conceded is is on the lower portion, and I mean that in terms of conceding, you're, you're not putting up a high number, which is a good thing. Super accurate on the ball. You know, your top 10 in passes, pretty much it seems like a lot is going well. In your mind, what's not going well? What's something you guys are really working on recently to get yourselves to another level? Yeah, I think for us, um, you know, although we don't have a, a high goals against average, we, we've only got one clean sheet this year. And I think I'd like to, you know, at, at this point we should have four or five. Um, and I think in the playoffs, you know, that's super important. You keep a clean sheet, you have a really – really good chance of winning the game you know you just need a goal or two and i think i think we're going to get goals we just needed you know i want i want some clean sheets in the playoffs let's talk about the opposition um the way that everything works out this year number one plays number two you guys finish first not only in group a but in the west in the entire usl championship as we mentioned which means you get the honor of hosting los angeles galaxy two at your place and if you continue to get results you will host every single game the rest of the entire tournament. What does the opponent look like? Because in previous years, you got to see him regularly. This year, Sacramento Republic played him, but that was way back in July. What do you see when you when you look at Los Dos and Junior Gonzalez's squad? Yeah, I mean, I think Junior's done a tremendous job with that with that club um, over the last two years, two and actually one and a half years or so. I think he took it took it over about midway last year. Um, yep. A younger, a younger team, very technical. Um, Augustine Williams, their number nine, has done, you know, had a great year. I remember him at Portland. Um, he's really, really developed since then. Uh, I thought last year he's re- he started playing really well, and he just kind of continued that form. But just a bunch of really tidy footballers, um, good players. Of, you know, they're still young, but they've been they've got a lot of USL games under their belt. So. Um, it's going to be a tough game for us. Um, it's a team that I think we match up really well against. I've, I've watched a bunch of film on them now, and um, I think it's going to be a good game. But, again, I'm, I'm confident going into the game. Without giving away any trade secrets, walk us through the mind that is Reno 1868, Ian Russell, and your coaching staff in terms of preparation for a game like this. Any idea on, you know, maybe tell us how far back you're going, what, what does it look like in the film room, that kind of stuff. Yeah, we've got – you know, we went, a, you know, four or five games back um, and also looked at some games where they didn't play particularly well. And that, that that's what I'm talking about. L.A. Galaxy 2 teams that have done done well against them. We look at why that happened. Um, also, you know, things that they do well, you know, what can we do to stop that? 
for us, we're not going to change a lot of what we do. We're, um, you know, I know it's a playoff game and things are different in the playoffs, but um, I know what works for our team and we're going to, we're going to do that. And hopefully it uh, provides a, a win for us, but you know, I don't want to get, you know, get too much into the, Oh, the playoffs are so different. They are different, but again, I don't want to change a lot with our team. I think it's going really well right now. And um, we just got to bring the energy and I think we'll, we'll have a good game. James, of course, in goal at the beginning of the year, but now you've seen a rotation with Eric and Ben Beery. Ben is, I would imagine with all due respect to him, he's got to be one of the more pleasant surprises. Obviously you guys got him on loan for a reason, but no appearances for New Mexico United in 2019, no appearances at the start of the year. Troy Lacine allows him to come to you guys, only given up 14 goals and, and 10 back there. What's that been like for you? Yeah, Ben's been excellent. Um, you know, I had watched, uh, we actually almost got Ben on loan last year during a period of time. Um, again, with our affiliation with San Jose, we count on them for, for our keepers. You know, it's, it's been Matt Brissano or JT Marcinkowski um, the last two years. Both of them have done excellent. Now, you know, you're seeing JT um, starting games for San Jose Earthquakes now. So that's that's been really good for him. Um, so when this happened with COVID, I kind of saw the writing on the wall that we're not going to get any players. So um, contacted Troy and he was very willing to, to send Ben. He had nothing but high praise for him. He wanted him to get games. Um, he's our number two, but he just wasn't getting games. So he's done, done really well here. He's made some saves that, you know, I thought were goals and, um, he's pretty rangy. He's not the tallest keeper, but he's very rangy, very athletic. Um, so he's been a, a very pleasant surprise for sure. Coach, you're, your team has really been through a lot this year in terms of we've seen you batter some teams. Portland Timbers, too, can can thank you for that one. I, I don't mean that disrespectfully, but, but Cameron Knowles is having a rough one out there. Let's just say that. Um, yeah. You guys have be, you know, you've beaten up on some teams. We've seen you where you've had some nail biters. We've seen you battle back in and, and you know, squeak some draws out and, you know, been in the driver's seat and have to fend them off. I, I've seen some great rotation in games. And look, I, I remember the, the game back on August 29th when Phoenix Rising came to town. You guys weathered a storm of about 20, 25 minutes, made some adjustments. And then for the rest of the match, you were in the driver's seat. For your money, is this team as battle-tested as you've had? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of talk about, you know, our conference not being the strongest. But, um, you know, SAC's a very good team. Um, Tacoma, you know, although their record's not great, they're very scrappy, very technical. And, you know, Portland, you know, we didn't have a very hard time with Portland. Other teams have struggled with them. Um, but, you know, we did do really well out of our group. We played San Diego. I thought it was our best game of the year, to be honest. Phoenix, we played excellent against. And then, um, Vegas, I feel like, you know, I know they, they haven't had a great year, but, um, uh, we did win and get a draw and I felt like we should have at least put a couple more in that last game. But um, as as you go look at all the groups, um, I feel like every group had a couple teams in it that weren't weren't superior. And um, the good thing is we handled business against the ones that we should beat, and I think that's a sign of a really good club. And in terms of the way that the year has played out, what have you experienced? And, and a lot of people have different stories, but what have you experienced as a coach that has made you tweak your ways in certain areas because of the adjustments that have gone on with COVID, with quarantining, travel, and this, that, and the other? Yeah, it, that part's been, you know, really interesting. So we had a, a couple positive tests very early on, and I I was worried. You know, I was worried that, first of all, that the league was not going to make it through about week four or five. Um, and I had to really be very upfront with our players, and we had to start finding guys um, for not following the protocols correctly. 
And it was just like, hey, this is your career. Um, this is your livelihood. You need to you need to follow this and be professional. So after about you know two or three weeks in, we haven't had any positive tests and, and knock on wood here. But the guys have been very careful. They take it very seriously. Um, in terms of travel, they've been you know the airlines are different. You, you know they're spacing in between the seats. Um, people are wearing masks. So all that's been very different. And you know just you have to be careful. Like even having you know, pregame meetings with, with the group. It's got to be in a big room because you're seeing, the, you know, NFL, like teams are dropping because they have these meetings with in close close quarters and guys are getting COVID. So you've got to be very careful, and I think we've been doing a really good job of that. You guys haven't had a full week off since almost the beginning of September. Uh, you know, a full seven days. I mean, five here, right. three there, yeah, but now you've gotten a full week. What has the workload been like for you guys? Yeah, I mean – Last week was a really heavy week for us, and this this week's been I'm, we're going pretty light. Um, we want to make sure that we're extremely rested for Saturday. Um, there's always a fine line of not going hard enough or going too hard. The one thing I I want to make sure is that we're not leggy going into the game on Saturday. So we've been um, lighter than normal. Uh, tomorrow is going to be a little bit a little bit heavier, but um, for the most part, I feel like we're we're rested, we're healthy, and we're definitely ready to go. Last one on the competition, Ian. Any specific area that you feel like, again, super talented squad that you're facing against, but any specific area that maybe you guys have taken an interest in? Um, I think, uh, you know, for us just continuing to attack in waves to get good quality service in, um, you know, again, they are a younger team, but it, it doesn't really matter. They're, they're good. It's a good team. I just think this game's going to come down to a, you know, battling, you know, second balls. And I know that's pretty cliche, but it does win in the playoffs. Just you have to be strong. You have to have that mentality that there's no way that anybody's going to beat you to the ball. Um, and I think we, you know, I, I said this many times. I've said it to my, my president right away. I've said it told the earthquakes. I go, this team that we have right here, I've never had a team that, that battles and works like this ever. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. I, you know, I sit back sometimes during the game and just kind of watch and just be like, man, I would not want to play against this group because they don't stop. Um, so I, I think that's the mentality we have to have. Ian, out of curiosity, how much of a wandering eye have you had for either other teams in the West or the entire kind of playoff bracket itself? I, you know, I haven't watched a lot of the East. Um, I'll be pretty upfront with that. It's just the games have come so quickly that the focus has been been on the West. I will say that, you know, I haven't seen San Antonio a lot or El Paso, but I know they've had great years. Um, obviously, Phoenix, I've seen a lot. Um, I thought San Diego was, was coming on very strong at the end. Um, so I was watching a lot of them because I actually thought they were going to get in. I really did. I thought San Diego was going to get in. Um, so the Western Conference, I know really well. The East, I have not seen. But um, I think El Paso's quietly won a lot of games and they could be very dangerous. Same with San Antonio. You're on 10 unbeaten right now. I know you guys did 16 unbeaten in 2018. I will apologize. I did not go back to 2017 because I'm exhausted and my fingers couldn't click that far back. If you win, if you win four more, you will go 14 unbeaten. And this club will have almost gone, minus a, a couple of little scraps here with Sacramento, will have almost gone wire to wire without losing a game, just those two blemishes. What would that mean to you and what would it mean to this organization? I think it, what it means to me is just, uh, you know, we have a team that's, that's pretty battle tested to, 
go 10 unbeaten right now. And if we can continue that, um, good things are going to happen. But again, it's the mentality of the group. Um, they don't like losing. We compete every day in training. Our training sessions are at times bordering on um, fist fights. It happens. Um, but that's what I like. And I think it shows in the way we play. There you have it. Head coach of Reno 1868 FC, Ian Russell, as mentioned, number one in the West. More importantly, number one in the entire USL championship. Congratulations on the regular season, sir. Best of luck in the postseason, Ian. Thanks, Devin. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. Bye. Bye.